Hello, everybody, and uh, happy Easter. Today is obviously a very special day. And if you're watching this, I want to just welcome you. This is uh, Toyo Shumbi for my Life's Priority podcast. This is episode six. I've decided to do this as a Facebook Live. Um, and Life's Priority is my blog and website where we help people you know, put God first in today's distracting world. Today is obviously a special day. Today is Easter and uh, many Christians have celebrated Easter for over 2,000 years. But I want to talk about why today is different. Because as I heard from somebody, and I think it is true that since the day of Easter, when Jesus rose from the dead, perhaps there has never been a time like this where Christians all around the world can't meet together in their church, in their community. And I think it's quite significant for us just to pause and reflect that this reminds us that the church is not a building, but that the church are all the people and believers of Christ. You know, Easter is a special time because it reminds us of Jesus and the things that he said and the things that he did as he came back to life. And, and in times like this, I know that many of us might be going through challenging times. You know, many of us might be asking these questions. Um, do we have hope? Is there hope? Um, I can't really see you know, what's going on right now? How am I going to get through this? And so I want to just share a few things. And I want us to uh, see, you know, if you're watching this even right now, you can just put some comments in, in uh, you know, in the, in, the, in the chat feed in terms of, uh, you know, how are you doing right now? You know, do you have hope? I believe that this is a time where perhaps we can go viral with this idea that I have which is, this is a time for believers, for Christians to really spread this message of hope. And I would like us to create a hashtag, I believe in Jesus, and spread that because right now the world needs hope. You know, yesterday, um, my family and I, we were having a devotional and I asked, uh, you know, members of my family, I have a daughter and a son and my wife. And I said, you know, what were the last words that Jesus said, you know, when he was on the cross? And uh, my son, who's always coming up with these hilarious comments, he said, um, I think it's I'll be back. <laughs> now, technically, he's he's right. Well, obviously, that's not exactly what Jesus said. He said it is finished. But he is coming back. And that's something that perhaps many of us, you know, perhaps you're watching this and you're not even religious, but perhaps that's what we need to hear, that there is a greater hope. I've got four things I just want to quickly share with you. I'm not sure if I'm able to share my screen and try to figure this out. But if not, I'll just go through my screen. Um, I'll just look at it from the side because I don't think I can. I haven't figured that part out yet. But um, what are the things that we need to remind ourselves about right now? You know, are the very words of Jesus. So I'm just going to read uh, John chapter 12. 
And I'm going to read from verse 44. And this is what Jesus himself said. He said this. He said, if you trust me, you're trusting not only me, but also God who sent me. For when you see me, you're seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. I will not judge those who hear me but don't obey me. For I have come to save the world and not to judge it. But all who reject me and my message will be judged on that on the day of judgment by the truth I have spoken. I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. That's John chapter 12, verses 44 to 50. And it it reminds us that Jesus is coming into the world. You know, we celebrate Christmas and we say a Savior is born. And he came not to judge, but to save. So where are you right now? The message is that Jesus has come to save us. And many of us, perhaps in times like this, in this pandemic, where we're all, we've got time to reflect, think. And I know, I know for sure that some of us are going through depressive thoughts. Some of us can't see through what is currently going on. Some of us are being weighed down by the burdens of life. Some of us have lost our jobs. Some of us can't see how business is going to pick up from where it's at. And what I want to simply just remind us here today is that the resurrection is a reminder that things can come back to life. But more important, the resurrection reminds us that this life in itself is not the end of all things. So four things very quickly. You know, I believe in Jesus. You know, if we're going to believe in Jesus, then the first thing is that we've got to believe in his promises. You know, he promised some amazing things. He said some things that are astonishing. And one of them is a very popular one for those who have an idea of the Bible. John chapter 3, verse 16. And it reads, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. The promise is eternal life. And when you think about all the things that cause us stress, it's because we've put our promise in something. We put our promise in our work. We put our promise in our business. We put our promise in our marriage. We put our promise in our children. We put our promise in our money. We put our promise in our prestige, in our significance, in all these things. And what you find is that that's where we get our security from. And the moment it's taken away, we lose that sense of certainty. And what the scriptures teach is that, well, we can't really put our promise in anything that's not solid, that isn't going to last not just in this life, but in the next life. And eternal life is the ultimate, which is that we would live, we would die, and then we would live again. We'd be risen back. We'd be raised back to life again. And we would live for eternity. And that's the promise. And there are many other promises that God gives us along the way 
Isaiah 53, Isaiah 43 is one of them that, you know, when you're going through these kind of troubles, read it from verse 1 to 3. He said, I will be with you. There's a promise that he will be with us on this side of life, but there's no promise that you won't go through trials on this, on this side of life. But there is a promise for eternal life. And that's the first thing, that if we are going to proclaim, I believe in Jesus, then we have to believe in his promises. The second thing are his principles, his precepts and principles. Jesus said, the spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. That is John chapter 6, verse 63. You know, we're going to need to believe on the precepts and principles of what he taught. And what that means is, I believe in his principles and precepts are the way to live my life. I need to live my life by his word, by his teaching. And in fact, Jesus himself said, if you love me, you will obey my teachings. You will obey my commands. And we've got to live our lives by his way because he is God and he knows best. And it's by applying this these principles that helps us to live a life of certainty. doesn't mean that everything's going to work well, but it definitely reassures us that we are living life the right way. The third is having the right perspective. You know, as we look at life, we obviously would look at life through our own eyes. And because of that, even with what's going on right now, I know I've spoken to people that have told me that I can't believe in a God who allows all these things to happen. The number of people that are dying every day. How can God just sit there and not do anything? I've had conversations with people like just a few weeks ago. And I know that many of us sometimes get to that thinking where I just can't figure this out. And the reason why we have that thinking is because we are thinking things through. We're seeing things through our own perspective. And having a perspective, putting on the glasses and seeing things from God's perspective makes all the difference. But how can we do that? But it's got to come from a belief that Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. That Christ is the wisdom of God. And it actually says in other passages that we should have the mind of Christ. And what that means is that we no longer see things from a worldly point of view. We see things from a bigger picture. You can check out my video that I explain the entire purpose of the Bible. I'll put a link to that below so you can watch that. It just gives us an understanding that no, God isn't just sitting down doing nothing. He's actually done everything. And that is partly why we're celebrating Easter today. And that is why when Jesus was on the cross, he said, it is finished. But if we're not seeing things through that perspective, absolutely, there's reasons to be depressed. There's reasons to be anxious. There's reasons to be fearful. And some of these things, we are all going to go through them. I'm going to go through it. You get my point? But when I regain the right perspective, when I read the scriptures and I remind myself of the promises and the ultimate goal of God, and I read that at the end of it all, the book of Revelation, you know, it tells us that he there, he saves us. All these things will be wiped away. That's the promise. So we've got to keep that perspective. 
And the last one, I've already read the passage, is the power. That Christ is the power of God. You know, we can't do, there's a lot of things that we can do, but it gets to a point where we realize that it is out of our control. You know, this current uh, pandemic that we're in, there are things that we can do and should do. We should follow the, the whole guidelines of uh, distancing. We should limit our contact with people. I mean, all these things are things that are in our control. But there are certain things that are out of our control. And those are the things where we have to really rely on somebody who has that power. And the Bible reminds us that Christ is the power of God. But what kind of power do you want to rely on? Well, it's somebody who has the power to take his life, offer it, and bring it back to life. And the scripture reads in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 to 20, it says, you know, when we pray that our prayer should be that we will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him, this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. And so our belief should be that I believe that through Christ, that he's the only one able to raise me back to life after death. And if that is our belief, then we have taken our belief into a different realm. Four simple things on this Easter. I want to wish you a happy Easter, no matter where you are right now. I want you to please uh, check out some of the other episodes on lifespriority.org, um, talking about, you know, why we suffer, you know, where is God when we're suffering, talking about, you know, who Christ is. And I want us to use this as a time. You know, many people have done some great things. You know, the clapping on Thursdays for the NHS and all the people that are working, that is amazing that, you know, things like this can happen where now we can really influence, you know, one person can influence the entire nation. And I believe that this is a time for Christians to show up to declare Jesus as Lord. But but do it in a way that's meaningful. Do it in a way that's encouraging. Do it in a way that gets the right attention to him, not to us. And so I want us to help this, vi- this um, hashtag go viral. I believe in Jesus. But remember, when we say I believe in Jesus, it's because we're saying that we believe in his promises. It's because we're saying that we believe in his precepts and principles. It's because we're saying that we believe in the perspective that comes from God. And it's because we believe in the power of resurrection. And if you're not a Christian, there is a way of how, read Acts chapter 2, to really understand what we need to do to become part of that army, to repent, to be baptized, and to receive forgiveness of our sins, and then to receive that power, the Holy Spirit. And now is the time. This is an opportunity. Never has there been a time where Christians have to worship and celebrate Easter from their home. This is amazing. It's an opportunity as much as it can be a discouragement for some. And so our hashtag, I believe in Jesus, let's spread that. Let's tweet, let's uh, Instagram, let's Facebook, let's YouTube, let's let it go. 
and let people know that there is hope, that there is hope in all this. And this is a time where it's not about us, it's about him. And you know what it says? It says that, you know, when we lift up his name, he will draw all men and women to him. So thank you very much. Spread this to your friends. Let's go viral. I, hashtag, I believe in Jesus. See you soon.